Hey. 
church say amen from the book of Jeremiah chapter 37 Jeremiah chapter 37 beginning with verse 16. Jeremiah chapter 37 beginning with verse 16 these are the words you find there when Jeremiah was entered into the dungeon and into the cabins and Jeremiah had remained there many days then Zedekiah the king sent and took him out and the king asked him secretly in his house and said is there any word from the Lord and Jeremiah said there is for said he thou shall be delivered into the hands of the king of Babylon. Is there any word from the Lord? And let me just go on and tack on the good news. There is. Is there any word from the Lord. Somehow <clears throat> we have come to a point in life where every day starts with the news of who said what. What is the president saying? What is the Justice Department saying? What is the Secretary of Defense saying? What is Trump saying? What is Putin saying? We're living in a time that starts every day with what is being said <coughs> by somebody. When our question, and as we are wondering what other folk are saying, our question really ought to be, is there any word? Is there any word from the Lord? Over my pastoral career, God <clears throat> has opened many doors given me many opportunities to say a word from him in many places and I'm grateful for every opportunity. Because of his calling on my life, I have been invited to many places where I know that I, they never would have even known my name if it had not been for his call. 
if it had not been for his anointing. <clears throat> but I've learned something over the years. I've learned something over the years. I've learned <clears throat> that although people invite you, you're generally, they, they, they genuinely desire you to come as God's representative. They are proud to have you on stage with them. They're proud to have you at the table with them. Yeah, yeah, they, they want everybody to know that they've got a connection with you. They want everybody to know they've got a connection with the faith community. But I have found out in many cases, they have absolutely no desire to hear anything that God has to say. Are y'all hearing me? I've had to turn down invitations because people did not realize that, that I can't be scripted. Y'all ain't hearing me. In other words, you can't invite me as one who speaks for God and then give me your script. Y'all ain't hearing me. Give me your script and tell me your rules as to what I can and what I can't say. I have but one script. And that is thus said. The Lord. <clears throat> Jeremiah found himself in a situation. He found himself in this situation. But we learn from him today that there is no wiggle room. He has to speak. What God says, speak. Chapter 1, read it, read it, read it. Jeremiah was a prophet that was ordained in his mother's womb to preach to a stiff-necked people. But he was taught very early, at a very early age not to be afraid of their faces. And the reason why is because the Lord would be with him. And the Lord would be there to remove him from any situation that he found himself in. Jeremiah was not a popular preacher. And the reason why was because he didn't mind speaking truth to power. <clears throat> spent a lot of time in tears, spent a lot of time in jail. Because he knew of the coming doom. He knew of the coming doom to, uh, to Jerusalem. And, yeah, yeah, and he was trying to tell what was about to happen to Jerusalem, but nobody wanted to hear what he had to say. He told them that because of their sins, because of their turning away from God, they were going to be in captivity. And they would be in captivity for 70 years years. Follow me now, follow me now to the text. Seas of Jerusalem had started. They, it already had started. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had seized Jerusalem. But at that time, the first time, he only took away 10,000 folk. Left everybody else there. Took away 10,000 folk. You're in the Babylonian captivity now. Look at what he did. He took king, he took the king, he took his cabinet, and he took all the people of influence, took away anybody that he thought 
might have enough authority to organize and pose a threat. So he took all of them away with him. Strange enough, he didn't take the preacher. Y'all in here, strangely enough, he, he left the prophet. Left the prophet there. And, 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 yeah, and, and the reason he left him was because wasn't nobody listening to him no how. He handpicked Nebuchadnezzar when he got and when after he left and left those few people there, he handpicked a new king for Jerusalem. And the, the, the king that he took, he changed his name from Mataniah to Zedekiah. The boy that he picked to be the king was only 21 years old, had no power, had no authority. Just a little title that the king gave him. Are y'all hearing me? But in spite of the fact that they had been invaded and their leaders had been dragged into captivity, once the initial shock was over, once they got over the initial shock that they had been invaded, the people went right back to their rebellious ways. Having no regard for God, had no regard for the God that had brought them thus far. You, you would have thought, you would have thought that by now, they would have realized that God ain't playing. You would have thought that by now, they would have realized that Jeremiah knew what he was talking about. But they seem to have gotten worse instead of getting better. Somehow, because of the false prophets that were around and the false prophets around were telling them, don't y'all worry about it. Yeah, yeah, always some false prophets around. They would tell them, don't y'all worry about it. We, in two years, we'll be over all of this stuff. In two years, all of this is going to be over. There was a false optimism that all of this stuff was going to come to an end real quick because Zedekiah had no backbone wasn't long before the people persuaded him, you know what? You really ain't got to listen to the king of Babylon. You ain't got to listen to all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they convinced him. What you need to do is align yourself. Yeah, the city of Jerusalem, align us with the mighty Egyptian army. Align us with the Egyptians. Uh, and if we align ourselves with the Egyptians... Then the Babylon, then the army from Babylon, the, the, everybody fears the Egyptians. And if we align ourselves with them, we don't have to worry about them ever coming back. Now Zedekiah and the people were beside themselves. Because that old preacher Jeremiah who told them that they were going to be carried away and they're going to stay for 70 years. Now they're beside themselves because he's talking all of this gloom and all of this doom. And, and we no longer have to fear because now we got the Egyptians on our side. Are y'all following me? Jeremiah kept trying to tell them, trying to tell them what God said. Kept telling them that the Babylonian will ultimately destroy this city. And you are going to be under siege for 70 long years. Verse 2 says that the king and nobody else was interested 
and anything that God had to say through Jeremiah. But all those Zedekiah didn't want to hear what he had to say. And although he wasn't a godly king, there was something peculiar about Jeremiah that he just sort of wanted to keep him around. <laughs> Y'all hearing that? They didn't want to hear nothing they had to say. <laughs> really didn't believe he knew what he was talking about. But, but maybe we better keep him. Keep him around. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, you, you, you know how it is. Folk who really don't like you. But they found some value in keeping you. Y'all ain't hearing me. Really don't care nothing about you. They ain't gonna tell you that. They don't care nothing about you. But they're scared to let you. <laughs> but look at, look at verse. Look, look at verse 7. Yeah, Zedekiah, yeah, he didn't want him around. He, he didn't want folk to know that he had a fondness for him. But verse 3, Zedekiah sent a message. Now, Jeremiah is in a dungeon in prison. He sent, verse 3, he sent a messenger to tell Jeremiah, we don't like him now, we don't care about him. But just, just go slip in there and tell him to pray for us. Slip in there and tell, tell Jeremiah we need him to pray for the city. But look at verse 7. Look at verse 7. The Lord says, since they are having you talk to me, since, since, they, since they got enough guts to have you talk to me on their behalf, let me give you something to tell them. Tell them that it won't be long before Egypt. And his whole army, they're going to go back home. And just like I said, the Babylonians will be right back to finish what they started. Since they want to talk, go back and tell them. Go back and tell them that. Verse 9, don't deceive yourselves. What I said will come to pass. Jerusalem will utterly be destroyed. What God says will come to pass. Now, Jeremiah sends that message. Jeremiah tells them that. Now, they may. <laughs> Y'all hearing this? Now, now they're mad. Not, not mad at the message, but mad at the messenger. It's all like getting mad at the mailman because you don't like the mail he brought. Are <laughs> oh, y'all hearing me? Now they're mad at the messenger. And uh, yes, uh, yeah, they, they are mad with Jeremiah and it came up with some false prophets and then they began to, because they were so mad, they came up with, with all of these charges of treason and and, 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 and they, they put him back in the dungeon. Here, where I want to finish up here. Then King Zedekiah, after Jeremiah had been in prison for a while, Zedekiah slipped and had him taken out and brought 
had him brought into his presence and in secret he asked the preacher is there any word? <laughs> Y'all hear me? Had him brought out of prison and asked him in secret. Is there any word from the Lord? I love Jeremiah's response. The response that he gave him, there he is. Brothers and sisters, that's enough to make me shout right there. Is there any word from the Lord? There is. I don't know how that makes you feel, but that does it for me. Yeah, when, when I'm wondering if God hears what I'm asking, if God is listening to me, the good news is there is. There is a word. No matter what the situation, no matter what the circumstance in life, there is a word. From the Lord. Jeremiah, in essence, says to the king, I've got some good news and I got some bad news. The good news is that, yes, there is a word from the Lord. The bad news is that it ain't no different from the word that is sent in the first place. Are y'all hearing me? The bad news is that he has not changed his mind. You're still going to be overtaken by Babylon. Isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting that here is an unpopular prophet who nobody wants to hear who has been ostracized, criticized, and now the king wants to hear what he has to say. Is there any word from the Lord? Oh, my brothers and my sisters, we ought to all keep our ears and our hearts open to hear these words because whether you realize it or not, these words are not rare as you may think. People all around you right now, they want to know. Is there any word from the Lord? Whether you realize it or not, there are those who may not even know you, may not know they've never really had a conversation with you. They've been watching you long enough to know that there's something about you. The folk on your job, folk, folk around where you are, they, they, they've been watching you long enough to know there's something uh, different about you. Uh, somehow they have figured it out that that man, that woman, has a connection with God. You've got to understand, my brothers and my sisters, you've got to understand that there. Yeah, it's on the inside of every man, everybody alive. That is a longing. Everybody alive. There's something on the inside, a longing. God put a longing in everybody. There's a longing in every human being to be in touch 
and touched by something bigger than you and I. They don't know it's there. They don't know. They don't understand what it is. But there's something inside of you that knows uh, there's got to be something bigger than this. Something inside of you that wants to know, yeah, that there's something bigger than you and I. People are, right now are searching for truth. In the midst of all these lies we got floating around, people are searching for truth. That's why it's so easy for people to be misled right now. That's why it's so easy for folk to just lie and get away with it. You know, that, that's the reason why it's so, so easy for folk to tell half-truths and yeah, these power grabbers and these false prophets. That's why it's so easy because folk are looking for something. Folk are looking for truth. That's why, my brothers and sisters, this is no time for the people of God to be on leave. <laughs> Y'all ain't hear me. That's why this is no time for, for the people of God to be dealing in some kind of feel-good message. Name it and claim it. Call it and haul it. Blab it and grab it. There, there, there ain't no time for that. Are y'all hearing me? People are looking for answers and the thing they want to know, is there any word? Is there any word from the Lord? They're approaching you. They'll come to you. They've been watching you. And you got to listen carefully because they may not ask it like that. They don't know to ask like that. They don't know how to ask it in that manner. They, yeah, we, we, we live in a neighborhood. Been in the neighborhood now for 20, over 20 years. And we have 27 languages spoken our community, right in our little community. And they've seen, they've watched us leave going, going to church every Sunday morning. They see us. and So they, they, the word is out. They know who we are. They know who I am. And sometimes I'm out there in the yard, and sometimes while I'm in the yard, folk will stop by, just walking by, and they'll see me out there, and they'll stop. And uh, they, they'll come, and it takes them a while to warm up, and they'll talk a few minutes about the weather, they say, you, you pastor. <laughs> I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about this political climate? What do you think about, that's what they want. What do you think about what's going on in the nation? Now, I have to have sense and to know what they're really asking. <laughs> what they're really asking. Is there any word? Y'all ain't hearing me. Is there any word from the Lord? Oh, my brothers and my sisters, keep your ears open because as soon as people can see your God connection, and they got to see it now, they got to see it, but as soon as they see your God connection, they're going to find their way to you, and they're going to in their own way ask you, is there any word? Is there any word from the Lord? They'll pull you off to the break room. Say, can I talk to you? And when they get you to yourself, they're going to in their own way ask, is there any word from the Lord? 
You got to be ready. You got to be ready. You're going to leave here and go to the grocery store with your church clothes on. <laughs> Somebody going to see you there and they're going to come up and get in a conversation and ask you, uh, yeah, what do you think about how hot it is and this global warmth? What they're asking you is, uh, is there any word from the Lord? Well, my brothers and sisters, we, we, are, we are more curious. People are more curious than you think when they pose these questions. Just like Jeremiah, you ought to be able to answer. You ought to be able to answer with a resounding yes. There is a word. Y'all ain't hearing me. There is a word from the Lord. My brothers and sisters, that's why you have to study. To show yourselves approved under God. A workman that need not be ashamed. So that when they ask, you ought to be equipped to tell them. Yes. There is a word. I wonder, is there anybody here who's able to speak with a resounding yes? There is a word from the Lord. You ought to be able to tell somebody, yes, who's lacking confidence. There is a word from the Lord. I can do all things. Through Christ who strengthens me. To those who are lonely, you ought to be able to tell them there is a word from the Lord. Lord, I am with you always, even, yes, until the end of the world. To those who are buried in sorrows and tears, uh, you ought to be able to tell them uh, there is a word uh, from the Lord. And that word is weeping may endure yes, for a night, but joy, joy comes in the morning. Somebody's struggling uh, and trying to make ends meet. Yeah, you need to be able to tell them uh, there is uh, a word uh, from the Lord. Uh, my God uh, will supply all my needs according uh, to his riches uh, in glory. Yeah, somebody's uh, struggling. Uh, with guilt and shame, you ought to tell them there is a word from the Lord. For we have not an high priest that cannot be touched by the feeling of our infirmities, but in all points were tempted just like we are, yet without sin. Somebody who is lost and can't find their way. 
gonna tell them there is a, a word from the Lord if thou will confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved yeah. tell them if we confess our sins he is faithful to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness even somebody who is lost and cannot find their way tell them there is a word from the Lord, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe on him would not perish, but have everlasting life. Yes, tell them if thou will confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. Believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. I'm glad I can tell a dying world that he took my cross Put it there on his shoulder Went, yeah, up Calvary's hill He died, he died On an old rugged cross They laid him in a bowery tomb But tell them he died But he ain't dead Because early, early He got up, he got up, yes! All power, all power is in his hand. Is there any word, is there any word from the Lord there is? In the midst of all of this mess we're in right now. Is there any word from the Lord? There is still a God who rules earth and heaven. There's still a God. Yes, there is a word from the Lord. Let me share with you that it is a saving word. It is a word that will meet you where you are. Turn your life around. And send you in a new walk with him. If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. And believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt 
be saved. Now, if you're in this house today, unsaved, if how are you? This ain't about me. This is about the word that the Lord has sent to you today. If you're unsaved, I would not leave here today without making Jesus Christ Lord and Savior of my life. If you're here today unsaved, you ought to, you, you ought to consider today turning it all around. If you're here today and you don't have a church home, for two years, for two years, you've been walking around, nowhere to go, no, no, no way to get connected. You're new and just couldn't find the church. I, I come today to tell you today is your day. Today is your day. If you're here unsaved, if you're here already saved, need a church covering. I'm going to ask now that my ministers, if you will just get in the aisles. You get in the house. And today, today, if you have a desire to become a part of the family of God, if you have a desire to become a part of the family of God, have a desire to become a part of this church family, if you'll just go to one of the ministers that are in the aisle, they they will escort you to the proper place. Somebody will be moving.
his word and we thank God that there's still power there's still power in his word we, he's giving us instruction because the world is hungry for the living bread they don't know what it is they're looking for but we know the world is hungry for the living bread and we've got to lift the savior up for men to see that so we take his word at heart and we thank him for his his word we're on our way out I want just, just to share information with you first of all thank you all so much for showing up this morning thank you amen amen it's a, it's a, it's a process want you to feel free and want you to feel comfortable in coming back together. So staff and others are working together to try to make sure that we keep you safe, that we've done everything we can do to make sure that you feel safe. Uh, this is going to be a process. It's not over yet. It's going to be a process. And I appreciate your cooperation. And we're going to continue to do what we're doing. And little by little, God it's going to open us up uh, more and more. When we leave today, we will, as we have, we're going to ask that everybody on this side would go out that door. Everybody on this side would go out that door. And we do our fellowshipping out in the air. We fellowship together and we, we come together and we thank God for each other. We're so glad to see each other. But we'll do that. We'll do that on the outside. Let me also, and you know, just have to lay some ground rules here because everybody's in a different place. You know, everybody's in a different place. Now, some people are all right and got it whipped and, you know, all together. That's a wonderful thing, and I'm glad to see you there. But let's just be considerate. Everybody's not there yet. There's some people who ain't ready for Salem hugging yet. <laughs> some people ain't. Some are. Ain't ready for all the hugging and all the stuff we do around Salem, and that's all right. Please hear me. That's all right, because we need to meet you where you are. So let me tell you how you get around that. Before anybody gets close to you, you just wave at them and blow them a kiss. <laughs> just blow them a kiss, just like that. 
and they'll know you love them. They'll know you love them. They'll know we're still in fellowship. And ain't nobody going to get mad. Because that's where you are. And if that's where you are, it's all right. That's where you are, that's all right. Just want to make sure that everybody is comfortable. And that we ain't grabbing hope for folk that don't want to be grabbed yet. Amen. And let me continue to say, it's all right. It's all right. Wherever you are, this is an individual thing. And we've got to work this thing out and continue to love on each other just like God intends for us to. Amen. 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 Now, Beverly, don't you even try it. <laughs> Amen. 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 Let me introduce you to our youth and our child of the month. Our youth of the month is Jeremiah Anderson. Amen. Y'all bless the Lord for Jeremiah. <laughs> amen, amen. It is good to see you, Jeremiah. Got some stuff for you. Amen. I'm sure Miss Felissa got you back. <laughs> amen, 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 amen. And our, our child of the month, matter of fact, we got three of them, Will, Malia, and Aaliyah Cox. Where are you? Are they in the house? Hey, y'all come in. Let, 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 hey, ladies, you want to blow me? I'll tell you what, just blow me a kiss from right there. Yeah, just do that. Do that. There you go. There you go. God bless. God bless. Y'all stand up and let everybody see you. Amen. 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 We, we continually encourage our young people. We continually. That's why we do that every month. We just want them to know that they matter to this church, that they matter. Where else? Where else? Where else is it that many of our children ever get encouraged? We must make sure, not just on first Sundays, when you see a child around here, pat them on the head and tell them how proud you are of them. This is where all of that happens. Uh, trying to think. Everybody has not seen, if you have not seen the garden, our layman, the layman of the church, are working with our children, young children, and working with senior citizens. And there's the biggest garden you ever seen back there in the back behind the, the house over there and up on the hill. Great big garden. Got some of everything. Everything already planted. Some of the kids came out, sort of helped get some stuff planted. But here's an opportunity. Where else are your children going to ever know where corn comes from? They see that stuff on the table. They don't know where it comes from. They have no idea. And here's your opportunity to get with this layman's program and listen, watch the announcements. And they can actually come out here and learn. Learn how to, how to work the soil. Learn how to do some things. I hope to God we don't ever have to go back to that. But you need to know what you're doing. I, 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 get, I almost get sick talking about it, Deke. <laughs> My hands start hurting, <laughs> and my bottom too. But I, yeah, I, I, but but we need it's stuff that we get too far away from. And here's an opportunity with the layman of the church, with the uh, to to actually be out there, watch the schedule, and bring your children out here and let them dig in the dirt. Amen. 
Get them, get them off of those computers and things. Get them off for a minute. Let them go play in the dirt. Some of them ain't ever been in the dirt. My, my mama, my mama used to always, you know, kids, used to be all kids ate a little bit of dirt. Had to. Yeah, ate, you know, eat. And uh, they say you ain't going to be healthy if you don't eat a little bit of dirt. <laughs> But it's a different day now, and I understand. It's, I understand. But please, let, let's get our children involved in these programs. Let us be in prayer uh, with uh, 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 Sister Jackson, Sister, I'm the, Sister Priscilla Henderson, in the passing of her mother, uh, Sister Priscilla Henderson and Reverend John Henderson. Let's just keep them lifted in prayer. Uh, they're on their way to New York. She's already in New York, and services will be on Tuesday, May 10th, uh, in Mount Vernon, New York. So let's just pray with them, and let's be there for them as much as we can during this time. Amen? Amen. Let me introduce you to Kelly, Kelly Cox, who's running for the school board. Amen. Amen. Y'all bless the Lord. Amen. We are happy, so happy to have you here with us. Happy to have people running for the school board uh, who got some sense. Uh, people have learned that they can't make these things happen sometimes on a national level, so now they're trying to take over school boards and trying to mess our children up in this battle. And so it's just good to have people in office who got some sense, who ain't ready to take all the books out and burn them and all that kind of stuff. We got to make sure we got the right folk. We also have with us uh, uh, a candidate for a Superior Court Judge of Gwinnett County, Tracy Kaysen. Uh, won't you stand? Amen, amen. Amen. It's happy, happy to have you here. We need some good judges on the bench because like I told you all the other Sunday, I sort of feel like I'm going to end up in front of a judge somewhere. <laughs> I just sort of feel you tell me that I can't give somebody water when my Bible clearly tells me I was thirsty and you didn't give me the drink. Tell me that I got to go along. You're not wanting health care when my Bible says that I was sick and you didn't. Are you hearing this? We, we can't let people take the word of God and do what they want to do with it. See, huh? I believe, yeah, and I know all the argument, the national argument about integration, integration and people who can come across the border. I think that, that, that this is a place, and I think this is my father's world, and according to the word of God, I was a stranger. That's the word of God there. I was a stranger, and you took me in. That's what the Word of God says. And so that's something they're getting real close to. So, so, so Ms. Kaysen, amen, when you see me, when you see me, you're going to know exactly why he's here. And matter of fact, I was at his church, and he told me I was coming. Amen. I, I believe you have to bring in strangers, not only from Ukraine, but from Uganda. I just said something like that. I think if you're going to bring in strangers, then you ought to just bring in strangers. You can't be picking and choosing. Amen. That's another whole sermon. God bless you, and God keep you is our...
prayer. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, young people. Thank y'all so much. Thank y'all little by little. We're going to be right back. Thank y'all so much. Thank you so much. Ushers, thank you so much. Amen. Oh, amen. Amen. I, I'm missing somebody. I'm missing. I'm going to let you say, I normally don't even, I'm going to let you call your own name. Bring me that. And I'm going to let you call your own name. I'm so sorry. Yes. Yes. All right. Erica Dove. Erica. Erica Dove. Amen. Also running for one of the Gwinnett County State Court uh, seats. Uh, I met this young lady this week. Most interesting thing, she's been living here all her life. Been living here most of it, ever since 81. Now, wasn't many folk that look like this out here, 81. Been living here, went to Meadow Creek High School. Amen. Bless the Lord. Went to Meadow Creek High School. And now a candidate for judge. God is turning it all around. God is turning it all around. He, uh, uh, she was telling me that they, they were here in 81 and had been driving all the way out to Cascade, out to church, way out there for all these years. Amen. I, I said that the other day. No, that don't make no sense. That, <laughs> that don't make no sense. But anyway, we're just so happy, so happy to have you in here. God be with you till we meet again. of his Holy Spirit rest rule and abide with us now henceforth and forevermore let us all say several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048. 
or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.